welcome to Count Creepy Head Saturday Morning Monster Mash. Blah! <laughs> What an earworm. <laughs> Hi, guys. It's a hard <laughs> ticket to Hawaii. Oh, I'm sorry. What? I thought the song was still going. That's the know. theme song to a movie about bimbos that fight a giant cancer radioactive snake monster and karate and, and boobs and stuff. And I, drug lords because of diamonds? Uh, I don't yeah. know either. Right. Well, I mean, hey. they did have that whole thing with pot in the beginning of the movie, but yeah. You know. But that that just goes away. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're Welcome. jumping way ahead already. Yeah. People. Welcome everybody to the long-awaited return of Dumpster Fire Theater. You've been We're asking back. for it. That's right. Have uh, I don't know. And we're watching. Wait, I was going to say, have they been? <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, we have been watching. Hard Ticket to Hawaii, the Andy Sidaris classic. Many people consider this to be his greatest work of his film catalog. Um, I'm a fan of Andy Sidaris, and I think you guys have become a fan of Andy Sidaris as well. I sure am. I don't know about Mike. <laughs> but uh, crickets, crickets, crickets. Uh, how about this? Let me ask some questions here. First of all, Mike, Don. You seen any good movies lately? That are uh, hard ticket to Hawaii. Oh, oh okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I would say um, that aren't this one, huh? Uh, I mean, um, I recently rewatched High Tension. I, I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah, that's a great movie. It, it gets ignored because people hate the twist. Mm-hmm. What the twist? What a twist! Don, what about you? You seen any cool lately? Uh, I rewatched Renfield yesterday. <laughs> after after this, because I needed a palate cleanser. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought you liked it so much. I'm not saying I don't dislike it. I just needed something <laughs> I actually liked. <laughs> oh, I see. Do you see? So there's sometimes movies are so bad they're good, and that's what this is. <laughs> mm, I uh, would say so bad it's still bad, but you know that's okay. <laughs> you're a diehard fan of Renfield, Don. I'm not saying I'm a diehard fan of Renfield, but you gave me, they gave me Nicolas Cage's Dracula. Of course, I'm going to fucking watch it. Yeah, I thought that was <laughs> the, the best part about it. Uh, and I'm like one of and, three people on the planet that likes Aquafina. And, and, and like they make Ben Schwartz a bad guy. How do you make Ben Schwartz a bad guy? And it Ugh. worked. <laughs> 
It does? It worked. Are you sure? I'm sure. Okay. <laughs> um, I have been... Well, we're talking about the wrong movie right now. Yeah. <laughs> I was on a... Um, like a 70s cinema kick because of William Freakin dying. And I watched the French connection and I decided that that was enough. <laughs> that, that's pretty much like the extent of like my fun movie watching everything else. I've been kind of like pre-gaming for like my October. I have to watch a horror movie every day. Um, kind of getting ready. And um, yeah. Other than that, I haven't seen anything cool. I haven't been to the movies. It's just been a lot of garbage, as I like to watch, like Andy Sedaris flicks. But let's jump into it. Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It's is... a hard ticket to Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just going to sing it every time. To Hawaii. <laughs> Such a oddly placed theme song for a movie like Hard Ticket to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, I shazammed it today, too. I'm like, I gotta make sure this is on my Spotify list from now on. (laughs) Oh, God, no. It's a film by cinema auteur Andy Sidaris, who likes to make action comedies that feature a ton of nudity that almost always take place in Hawaii. This one is about a group of DEA officers that like to dress up as bimbos. Or karate hunks, and they're fighting a mysterious gang of jewel thieves. All the while, in the background, there's some misadventure going on about a snake that ate cancer-infested rats, and he's gone crazy. That's pretty much the film. Uh, Wasn't it it radioactive cancer-infested rats or something like that? Radioactive cancer-infested rats, and uh, every three to five minutes somebody's top comes off yep literally and and as as i said it's it's easier to count the people whose tops don't come off yes pretty much like you see everybody's nipples in this movie everybody bras do not exist in hawaii no No. and apparently neither do hawaiians because i think there's only one in the movie (laughs) there is the best actor in the film all about whitey in this yeah (laughs) uh what do they call them howlies yeah. yeah, they're howlies. All the howlies uh, and their adventures in Hawaii. <laughs> so uh, oh I watched it twice and I still uh, I'm not sure what the hell the plot's about. Yeah, I'm uh, not I don't sure. Know if, I'm not sure if I can't focus or if it's such a bad movie, but I think it's about two to four bimbos that are some sort of they're like they fly planes and they transport stuff and they somehow are friends with these DEA guys there's two karate dudes and, and, and one of them's in witness protection yeah one of the yes. girls is in witness protection their outfit that they work in that they make airplane deliveries of snakes and fight crime they dress up like hooters waitresses with cowboy boots I mean, it's, as you do, it's really like they wear cowboy boots, booty shorts, shirts with their boobs out. And one of them always has nunchucks with their Car- cargo vests, cargo, cargo vests. Vest. Right. Yeah. I mean, um, is, isn't that just an average Friday night or is that just my household? 
I guess it's how you dress in the heat. I mean, <laughs> if they're not wearing cargo vests, they're not wearing anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. And but you're you're forgetting like there's like four other subplots going on in the movie too that have nothing to do with the storyline. This movie has more subplots than a, a fucking soap opera. There's a subplot about a transgender waitress that turns out to be a goon. There's a subplot about these two like low-level goons and their misadventures are like Bebop and Rocksteady. Mm-hmm. And who are the two coolest of the goons though? Let's yeah, they're like they're the best part of the movie. There's like this fat Hawaiian guy and then there's this like 70s drunk uncle that's really good at skateboarding. <laughs> Um, and I would be bearing the lead here if I didn't mention Hard Ticket to Hawaii is kind of notorious for one scene that kind of made the rounds in TikTok or YouTube or something. It's how I discovered it. Yeah, I, I'm not bragging. This isn't something to brag about. I discovered Hard Ticket to Hawaii in high school, Mm -hmm. but I'll, I'll come back to that. Um, these two goons attack the two heroes that are in their Jeep driving around back roads in Hawaii, if that's a thing. And one guy's like, hey, check this out. And he skateboards on his hands. And he also has a blow-up doll with him for some reason. For some reason. (laughs) He was using it like a body shield. I'm like, that's not going to stop a bullet. Yeah. Let alone alone the bazooka he actually shot. Yeah. And the hero. That's the only way to shoot moving targets. The hero in the film is obsessed with his missile launcher thing. That's like four PVC pipes taped together with a handle. Like the special effects department really went above and beyond. And he just shoots missiles at everything, like in a video game. Um, including there's, this. I was going to say, there's one where he's like three feet away. I was like, you all would have been dead. <laughs> not in Hawaii. Apparently not. <laughs> but uh, they blow up this guy. On they blow up his blow up doll with a missile. <laughs> what a are, who place. do they blow up first? Do they blow him up or they blow the up guy. the blow up doll? They blow up they, the yeah, guy. they blow up him and then they, <laughs> they blow up the, the blow up doll that was floating back down to earth. Yeah, yeah, they just toss missiles around like Halloween candy. Yeah. Uh there's diamonds and this awesome snake puppet that belongs in the fright zone. Mm-hmm. Mike, what's your favorite scene? Let me ask you that. <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to go with the only, well, one of the only two scenes that I remembered from the time that I saw this as a teenager, uh, either the skateboarding explosion or the Frisbee razor blade. Oh, yeah. Uh, the hero decides he's going to get revenge on one of these goons, and he makes a Frisbee covered in razor blades. Because the goon loves playing Frisbee. They yes. figured this out. Yeah, like, this he... is his favorite thing in the world. And he's on the beach with his girlfriend and he has an Uzi with him for reasons. And the hero comes up and says, hey, you want to play Frisbee? And the goon's like, absolutely. And they toss the Frisbee back very aggressively, like as you would in the 80s. And for some reason, the guy doesn't realize that he switched. The goon doesn't realize that the Frisbee's been switched out with a razor blade Frisbee. Mm hmm. And then he tosses it to him and kills him. Yeah. He well, in the throat. I like how when the guy throws the original Frisbee back, the, the DA agent like turns with it 
clearly shoves it into his bag and takes out another one. And the other guy's just watching the whole time. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. And then he and just throws it like, back. Come on, like, bro. Yeah. And he just catches it in his throat. And you can safely stick your hand in a bag and grab a razor blade frisbee without cutting your fingers off. Apparently. Yep. Cause I couldn't do that. Um, <laughs> it's got some of the best pickup lines oh. I've ever heard. Oh, they're so bad. Me, Jane, you Tarzan. Opener of the film. (laughs) Uh, Did you guys like the totally straight bros who karate fight? Oh, my God. Totally straight. Like, I'm sorry, but there's that one. Love making scene that obviously is a guy who's never touched a woman in his life. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm pretty sure, you know, he didn't want to be doing that scene either. It's like, oh, you play for the other team, don't you? Like, I could tell that's by the scene. Yeah, the dialogue. Oh, oh, you like the sex. I'm doing it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Be quiet. No, I don't think I will. (laughs) Why the other two are just listening. Giggling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is how I have a martini. Because <laughs> yeah, that, that's something that friends want to do is just listen to their other friends have sex, you know. Right. At least yeah. go have your I mean, you're two people by yourselves, at least go have your own sex, you know. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> well, the opportunity was there, but they were too busy like giggling about well, vodka. that's the other guy was with uh the chick who gets kidnapped. Oh, that's right. So he would have been cheating on her. Uh, they all looked alike to me. Not to yeah. sound racist, but I, I couldn't tell any of the bimbos apart. I don't know any of their names. I feel like one should have been like Tawny or something yeah. like that. But like, I want to say one's Ruby. I have no idea. Like, I don't know. Bambi, Muffin, Cupcake. Yeah. Pick, pick I don't your even pick know the of bimbo names. I don't even know the guys' names. Like, that's the thing. It's like guy with bazooka, guy with ponytail bun, and yeah. then. There's a random actor turned newscaster, which is a side story in here somewhere. But he used to be part of the agency. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we don't know. Uh, yeah, there's like Biff and Salisbury. I yeah. don't know. I have no idea. So damn confusing. <laughs> right. <laughs> even uh, he, Poe didn't even know. Poe agrees that like, He's you like, can't, I don't like, know. And the, once you start to figure out what's going on, they just show you some boobs. Right. Yeah. And you're like, oh, what? And it's just lather, rinse, repeat. Mm-hmm. It's such a great, great movie. I discovered Andy Sidaris. I was skipping school with my friend Pat, and we rented a movie called Return to Savage Beach, which is all part of this same, like, all of his movies are in this own universe of Malibu Express or take your pick of <laughs> Andy Sadaris <laughs> films and we were hooked at the sheer incompetence of his film in that uh early in the movie there's a montage where uh these female commandos eventually become a team called Lethal which is like an anagram for something that makes no sense mm-hmm. and they're walking down a street and they walk past a storefront and you can see the entire camera crew following them in their reflection in the window. 
And then we just thought that was the funniest thing ever. So then we rented all the Andy Sidaris stuff we could find. Um, and I've been like a fan ever since. I'm so glad Don brought it up because then I had an excuse to watch. Uh, you know, hard ticket to Hawaii again, because if, if it wasn't that, it'd be a god awful horror movie that I picked that we wouldn't have anything to talk about because there wouldn't be As a snake boobs. that explodes out of a toilet. <laughs> Why does the toilet explode? <laughs> like, I of, is like flush explosion. All of the things that could have pissed me off about this movie, that was the bridge that was too far. <laughs> like, I just got visibly angry because I was like, why the fuck did it explode? Where so, was the fog and the spotlights coming from? What the hell? He came but, out like Gene Simmons. It's not okay. It was bizarre. There's a whole like snake, the subplot in Hard Ticket to Hawaii about an escaped snake that is mutated. And it's a puppet. It's a really dumb snake puppet. And like every five minutes or so, they cut back to whatever the snake is doing. And at the end of the film, everything is resolved. And one of the girls goes to drop a deuce. And the toilet explodes. And it, yeah, it's like a kiss video. And there's like green lights and fog. And this snake puppet rises from the depths, and then they have to fight a snake that was living in the pipes below their house in Hawaii. No, she went to flush those diamonds because the guy broke into her house. Oh, God. Yes. I, I For some reason, I just thought she was taking a shit. <laughs> no. She's... Well, and can we talk about how it got into the septic system? There was when the, the bad guys were running, the uh, the girls chased after him, and she tripped oh, over the right. lid of the septic system, which was a fucking <laughs> was garbage, garbage can. can. It was literally a Rubbermaid garbage can lid covering their septic tank. And that happens at like the beginning of the movie, and it's never brought up until he, the until, until puppet finds like, its way. Yeah. It's like why so fucking soon into the movie then? Oh my god, it made like I said, it made oh. me angry. <laughs> I love it so much. <laughs> it was I'm like, sorry. Fuck you, movie. Fuck you, oh, movie. What about when you the hero what? shows up to save them from the snake and he shoots a missile at it, of course. Yes, that's <laughs> where I'm talking about. Where he was like three feet away from it. And oh. it just blows off its head. Yeah. You know, and you can't even say that's video game logic, because at least in a video game, if you're oh. too close to an explosion, you take damage. Like, yeah. no, they were oh. fine. They were fine. Andy Sidaris begs to differ. <laughs> so bad. <laughs> oh, God. Don, I want to ask you a question. Okay. Um, if, because you're an aficionado of, of garbage cinema. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> do you think that there's a market for bimbo movies to come back? Yes. And I think it's solely... And here's, and here's how it happens. And I know this. Because this is how I discovered this movie. Uh, you do it in three-minute increments on TikTok with uh, Subway Runner playing underneath it. What's Subway Runner? <laughs> it's a video. It's a game. And it's for some reason on TikTok, this is a thing where they'll play like three minutes of a TV show. But underneath is some fucking video game that somebody oh, is playing. Oh, yep. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. yes. Yeah, they, they do the same thing with, like, internet story time, where they tell, yes. they, they have the, the robot reading a story while someone's yeah. playing Minecraft. Exactly. Okay. And that's what I think needs to, I think that's how they make a comeback. 
is that we make they they make maybe hour long versions, but then like they just play three minutes of it on TikTok, and I think that's how they make. That's how I discovered this movie. I said it to a friend of mine, and not I said it to Mike first of all, mm-hmm. but then I said it to another friend, and we both were like, we need to know what this fucking movie is now. And it was the frisbee scene, obviously. We're like, so I, we I was both... sad that I already knew. <laughs> yeah, we both like just were like, we need to find out. And then literally, we were like typing back and forth. She's like, I found it. I was like, it's on Tubi. I already know. <laughs> Don, you, you took it, the words out of my mouth. If you want to watch Hard Ticket to Hawaii, uh, get a box of tissues, and it's on Tubi. A <laughs> box of tissues for either masturbating or crying right or both, <laughs> or both. I, I will say at least i didn't have to pay anything to see this movie yeah. again so uh, <laughs> that's the one credit i'll give it i didn't waste a rental <laughs> oh. but back world, to the original snakes. question yes, yes bimbo movies should come back <laughs> what were you gonna say in mike's world what because in mike's world snakes don't explode out of toilets <laughs> no they don't damn it it doesn't make any sense, and it just. But you know, between this and Porky's, I could see people having a fear of snakes coming out of a toilet. This is true. Yeah. This is true, but at least at least with Porky's, it was a little more believable. <laughs> Come on, it wasn't a puppet snake exploding. No, but you could clearly see the like the line wire of like that snake chasing. <laughs> right. It, like, Mrs. do you think Ballbreaker in twenty twenty three it's too offensive to have? Boobs all over your movie. Because oh, I, no! I was watching it and I was like, man, this would not fly. No, see, I don't. I disagree. I think that you just have to add an equal amount of flaccid penis. Exactly. So it just. Which is every, making a huge comeback. Yes. You need like for every <laughs> set of. Bodacious cha-chas, you need a dude's bulge. Yes. I, I think for every three boobs, you need a man's bulge. And it, but it, ha- it has to be flaccid because otherwise yeah. it's apparently offensive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nobody checks in on that stuff on Tubi. <laughs> so, all right. So for every three boobs, that means it's got to be set on Mars. So you can make like a space bimbo boner film. Oh, no, I meant by three. I meant sets. But oh, I yeah. thought you meant like that way too. one and a half sets way. would be like three <laughs> boobs. <laughs> I mean, yes, what if you decide to make Total Recall again, we'll go yes. with that. <laughs> yes. Were there three boobs in the remake? I never bothered watching it. I think so. I only saw it the one time. Yeah, I don't remember. I saw it, like, as soon as it came out on, uh, like, I, I want to say it was on streaming. As soon as it hit streaming, I watched it, and I completely forgot about that movie. Like, it was very forgettable. Oh, I paid to watch that at a drive-in, so oh, that's God. all I remember. Yeah, wow. with, one, with, one, movie. with one of the Resident Evils. I couldn't even tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> it's the Hawaii part that gets me. It, it is, because he's singing at like a normal range, and then he hits that, and he's like a su- fucking soprano. <laughs> <laughs> They must have found some sort of, like, washed-up basement band. There's probably no basements in Hawaii. Like, a bar band. And Andy Sidaris was like, hey, you want to be famous? <laughs> I'll put you in my movie. I feel like they may have, like, asked Journey. And they were like, fuck you. Who are you? 
<laughs> and then they just found some Journey cover band. Probably. <laughs> Sounds about This right. is Dragon Quest. <laughs> they'll, do your, they'll do your cover. <laughs> oh, like, wait, no, I can tell you for sure who it is. Oh, my God, that's right. I shazammed it. <laughs> Fuck. All right, keep talking. Keep talking. I will find it. Mike, what do you like more? Never Too Young to Die or Hard Take It to Hawaii? Oh, never never Too Young to Die by a mile. Um, <laughs> but there's no there's, chronic nudity. Right? There's only one set of boobs. Well, okay, two sets. Right. But I'm not yeah. counting Gene Simmons. No. But I was going to say, you get, you, get, you get Gene Simmons in drag, which was pretty amazing. Um, you have that earworm of a title song with Stargrove, which I still find myself randomly going, Stargrove, running through the danger zone. <laughs> like, I still do that. So, and then we have that amazing end sequence where they throw the computer up in the air and it just suspends itself in the air for a while while he's loading the gun to shoot it. <laughs> like, come on. That one is awful, but that's awfully good. Yeah, but you know like, what? They would... They do the same thing in Hard Ticket to Hawaii. They toss the suitcase in there and shoot a missile at it. Right. This is true. But they also have an exploding toilet with a puppet snake that is a radioactive cancer infested. Like, and why do they feel the need to tell us that, like, it only has 36 hours to live? Like, are we supposed to feel bad for the snake? What's going on? Oh, come on. By the way, it's Kevin Killinger. All right. That's Killinger. That's who that's who uh, sings Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Uh, he really needed the money. He did. He did. Um, you think he does weddings? Probably. <laughs> it's a hard oh, ticket, ticket to the to wedding. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's awful. I don't know. I, I is, love the movie. I, I love its dumb logic. Yeah. Come on. It is so bad. It's good. Like the acting is so bad. The random like. I'm just taking my top off and having a whole conversation with this transgender person in a bathroom. But we don't know <laughs> that's transgender. Like, oh, my God, you you need to get fit, girl. Because look at you. You got to keep these boobs perky. That's a whole conversation, had. Yep. They, they literally were just like, we need more tits for a scene. Like, <laughs> yes. Let's just have this conversation play out. It's all about the boobs. This Let me. I'm going to. I'm going to self-deprecate here. Every time I watch shit like this, and I always forget that I ask after every time that I watch, mm -hmm. I always have to find a woman that won't be offended by my stupidity and ask, like, hey, do women just take their tops off like this around each other all the time? No. Is it just like, hey, these are my boobs. These are my boobs. How's it going? <laughs> and then every time I always get the same blank stare of, like, <laughs> kicked in the head by a horse. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, it, do it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't I, happen. I have never known anyone, male or female, to just be like, right? Just do you guys just naked. walk around with your dongs hanging out all the time? Like, hey, Mike. Hey, Mike. How you doing? <laughs> Actually, <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna do something I like mean, that, you're at least gonna do something like wrap your dick around your wrist and be like, it's dick right? o'clock, motherfucker. Right? Like, you know, <laughs> right? do something right. like that. You guys are going to imitate the scene from Spaceballs, and mm -hmm. then you're going to do that. Like, we know. Right. <laughs> Me and Mike, I when I met him for the first time, we recreated that infamous scene from Return of the Living Dead. Uh. And Mike whacked his dick with the stick to tell me the time. 
Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's dig o'clock. <laughs> dig o'clock, motherfucker. I mean, I never thought the slap bracelets. It was just amazing what Mike could pull off the tricks. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> uh, he made. He was making puppets somehow. <laughs> it was crazy. Dig o'clock. <laughs> Oh God! But so, to answer your question, no, women just don't randomly just be like, "I'm not here, my boobs. Welcome to my house. <laughs> Welcome to my crib. Look at my tits. Look at them." Um, I will say, uh, there was there used to be a sketch show called uh, Varenus Bonds Von Sketch Show, and there is something like, "Oh, you're 40 now. Welcome to the gym. You're now in this section where you don't care about your body, and you and it's just a bunch of naked women just sitting around in the locker room, <laughs> making everybody else feel uncomfortable." She's like, "Oh no, no, I'm not. Oh, aren't you?" And then all of a sudden, she's naked. She's like, "Oh, this feels great." <laughs> And then, you know, do the random bending over, you know, with the one leg up. It's like, ah, mm-hmm. oh, ah, oh, oh. yeah. So it is true. Yeah. Well, apparently, that, apparently, but I don't know about it. I always think that, like, uh, you know, if I catch two women unawares, they're going to be like, oh, no, he saw us. And they have to put oh, their no. back on. And, you know, like, <laughs> every, every slumber party has a naked pillow fight, you know. It's got to be true. Animal House taught me that, and I yeah. I didn't even know that. I tried to pull that at a slumber party one time, and they all looked at me weird. <laughs> Don was like, "My first slumber party." She's like, "Tits out, bitches!" and just started smacking people with a pillow. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants the scissor fight? Come on! Grandma, Grandma looked at me weird. I didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, she had the the memory foam pillows. You know? Yeah. Fat man and little boy. She was like, Rah, just fucking break your nose. Wrecking fools with her tits swinging, you know? That's how you do at a slumber party. I don't know why I'm picturing somebody's grandma just putting their tits into a pillowcase and then smacking people with them. Because <laughs> that's amazing. That's what's missing out of this movie. We needed a grandma. <laughs> she, she just slips her tits into the pillowcase, spits her teeth out, and starts swinging them. Well, later Andy Sidaris films add Julie Strain. Ah, and, yes. And if you really want a reason to watch, Pat Morita. <laughs> uh, uh, my, mine, after I watched this, did automatically go into a movie with Eric Estrada in it. Eric Estrada know. is in one of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> the cast quality gets exponentially better. Exponentially. Exponentially better. But with uh, the lowest members of cast you could probably get. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think like, it's just like, hey, come to Hawaii and be surrounded with boobs. And I think Pat Morita lived in Hawaii anyways because he wasn't he was Hawaiian. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's probably like, OK. There's no cry to kids stuff going on right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, right? that that Daniel son's like 45 years old now. I got to wait till, you know, Hillary Swank's ready. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> But to like be fair, Danielson pulled it pulled it off again in in later life. I will yeah. tell you, he still looks good. I was never a Ralph Macchio person, but I saw him a couple weeks ago, and I was like, "Damn, he looks good for 60. No, dude, dude did not age. <laughs> like he, no, I agree, he definitely looks good. Neither and, and like, is Zapka. 
I, I was just gonna say Zapka's the same thing. <laughs> like, I I fucking love Cobra Kai, and these guys are, are killing it. But uh, but I was gonna say this movie and movies of its ilk are the reason that for like the last twenty years, the idea of direct to video or directed you know to streaming has always had a stigma around it. Because these were the types of movies you would get. It was like you would get theater quality movies, like, you know, the, the big movies. And then you'd go to the rental store and you'd find Hard Ticket to Hawaii. So it's, this is why we had that, that shitty stigma on movies for so long. It's either so that I, or this is why Cinemax is called Skinemax. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's I, a big I got, part of it, too. Yeah. I got to watch such classics as the Bikini Car Wash Company, mm-hmm. uh, Haunted Salon, uh, never, Hard never Ticket to Hawaii. One. I made that up. Oh, uh, I, I, I was going to say, it sounded like something believable. Nightmare Sisters. Uh, I'm trying to think of all like the Scream, Evil Tunes. Oh, I lo- okay. I love Evil Tunes. That one I like with fucking David Carradine. Oh, wait, we were just talking about it. <laughs> yeah, I, I do love Evil Tunes. <laughs> Better be oh, careful. You might get flagged. Guys. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm sure that... Uh, what's this guy's name, Don? Uh, Keith Killinger? Or I'm sure like Keith that. Killinger and Columbia Records are, are they're combing through. <laughs> no, we're fine. <laughs> I don't even think it's Columbia Records. All right? No, I know. It's probably like... What's what's another country next to Columbia? I, have, I can't even think Filipino of it. Records or something? Yes. Yeah, like Belize <laughs> Records. Uh <laughs> it's can, probably it's more like Columbus Records. <laughs> I don't know what this guy looks like, but I can picture him. He's, he's got yep. curly perm tear in a, a mullet. mullet. Yep. A, he's got a mustache, <laughs> and he wears aviator glasses, and he plays a guitar or a keyboard. But oh oh oh, no sleeves on the shirt, by the way. Yeah, yep, no sleeves. Yep. <laughs> it might be a sleeveless red leather jacket. You guys are forgetting the most important part. He has a fanny pack. I was going to say studded belt. Yeah. <laughs> but One there's, glove. There's totally a fanny pack there where his demo tape is in. That's true. Because <laughs> he's, he's got to like, hand it out. He's like standing on the corner in Hawaii. Like, this is my hit song. I would love to go. It? Can you imagine going to like a retirement home or something and then they're playing that? Like, I'm going to play my hit single. From 1984, Hard Ticket to Hawaii. It's a hard ticket to... Oh, my gum fell out. (laughs) (laughs) I was waiting for it. You know, it's not paradise all the time. There's drug dealing. There's diamonds that people flush down toilets. Can you imagine how mad the plumber's got to be for that? Mm Mm-hmm. Would you keep shit diamonds? I mean, I mean, yeah. Say <laughs> like, water cleans it. Yeah. Wait, you know what? Did the snake eat the diamonds? Ooh. Maybe oh. the snake was just minding his own business. Got a mouthful of diamonds, and he was like, "Motherfucker!" And then he blew it up the like, toilet. It's like fucking spinach to Popeye. Yeah, <laughs> that's why he blew up the toilet. Yeah, or maybe he was just choking. <laughs> He's like, Maybe he just needed some love. Did anyone ever think about that? I well, maybe, maybe that honeymoon couple that snake killed 
was just like, let me get in on this action. Let me give it some kisses. And it didn't happen. They were just like, ah, you killed us. Bitches. Um, he, he was probably sick of listening to them have sex incorrectly. <laughs> but, like, that honeymoon couple, I expected nudity from, and I didn't get it. <laughs> yeah, you just got her posing from the side. Yeah, I was like, yeah. okay, here come these boobs. He was like, and turn to the side, and turn to the side. Oh, it was so dumb. But the boobs everywhere. Yeah. Sing it. (laughs) That was a a sped up version of it, because I was watching it at, like, double speed. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the movie's so good, you put it on (laughs) 1.5 speed. Yes. So I like, like I, I, I'm sorry, I gotta get to these plots, man. Get these boobs over with. I gotta get to the plots. <laughs> so so there, there's a few things that need to be brought up, like the yes. fact that there is a shower on the beach that comes out of a tree. Yeah. So there was a oh, shower. That, tree. Those are all over the. I've been to Hawaii. Those are all over. The I have never seen a shower tree, and I lost <laughs> my shit laughing. Um, they say specifically there are no snakes on the island. Right. That Excuse one. I was me? like bullshit. I, I was like, I am going to Google search just to be sure because I don't want to sound like a jackass here. But yeah, there's like a whole shitload of breeds of snakes that are native to Hawaii. Um, but to Malachi? Is that even what it's called? Is it I Malachi? Don't, I don't know where they were. I think, I think ta- somebody says this is for the Malachi police or something before he throws the frisbee. You know, uh, Chunk or Hunk, whatever his name is. <laughs> Hunka Chunka, I don't know. Yeah, Hunka Chunka. His name is Beef Wellington. <laughs> also, I like how the fucking the the chicks that were transporting the snake, one of them just pulls ninja stars out of her outfit. Right. And I'm like, ninja stars, really? Like, well, yeah, just... the other one has nunchucks, and the yeah. other one has ninja stars. Did <laughs> you like well before they started to fly the plane because they clearly don't know oh how to God. do it? There's just a montage of them flipping all the switches. Right. And yep. and like moving and she knobs. Goes, she goes, "Hey, we're all ready. Whenever you guys are back there." Oh my I god! It's like you're not ready. Now there, there's the scene where the two of them decide they're going to get in the jacuzzi topless, because of course. And <laughs> she goes, "She goes, the jacuzzi is where my I do my best thinking." <laughs> it's like, my god. And they have a two minute conversation, and then get out of the jacuzzi. With like two minute conversation where the one girl's tits are like an inch from the other girl's nose. <laughs> like yeah, she, she's just she's just got a nipple. She's like sniff it. Like it's like right up on her nose. This it's is real awful. life. Movie says it's real life. So this must be how women communicate. <laughs> it has to be. You know what? I, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now, me and Susie all the time. Like we just <laughs> run into each other. I just put my head down to her nipple and I'm like, oh yeah, totally get it. Totally. Is that, totally is that like a dog smelling another dog's butt? You guys just have to have like nipple to forehead communication. We just, kinda, we just it's it's like the nipple touches the forehead and we absorb all the knowledge of each other. And that's how that happens. Yep. Like like we know automatically what that woman's going through that day. Every woman, every woman does it. <laughs> Every woman does. You guys just don't see it. It's the nipple scent gland. You know, we, yes. don't, we don't. We don't have that. We touch it's like, tips. It like it like hooks <laughs> into like this hole that you don't see in the forehead. Oh. <laughs> we do as guys. We do docking. Yeah. So. 
it, it's it's like plugging a USB port in. You know, you just transfer the data. Yeah. It, it's you get to make the uh, the old school like cable modem noise. It's really cool. <laughs> oh my god! So my okay. Dog may bark here in a second, by the way, because his cat's walking behind me now. <laughs> just so you I, guys know. I wrote down this entire conversation because it needs to be I talked about. I hope you did. I really hope you needed an intro. The yeah. It, there's the, the scene where the one like sportscaster, the fat sportscaster right? guy, is at the diner. Now there's there's two problems. But, well, there's a lot of problems with the scene, but he orders two <laughs> coffees at the end. <laughs> that the coffee comes that night. Like this is daytime at the start of the film. Like there have been plane chases and jacuzzi baths, like all sorts of shit. And then he finally gets his coffee in the evening, which is bizarre. But the girl sits down with him and he goes, Charlotte, Charlotte, thank goodness you decided to come. Charlotte, I'm not just some fast-talking New York television director. I care for you a great deal. Trust me, Charlotte, trust me. She goes, you practically raped me last night. He goes, that was last night, Charlotte. This is today. I care for you, Charlotte. I care for your mind, and I don't care about your body. Not anymore. I'm not into that. What? Like, what the fuck was that? A whole another weird side plot is this weird sports guy, and like he's... Hooking Hawaiian football players up with drugs? I I don't, I don't know. He was well, like, yeah, because he just randomly sits down with the two the, the two cool thugs that are the skateboarding thug and the actual Hawaiian guy. Right. And he's like, this one, blah blah blah. I take this one to. But I was like, what? Because he's like, you guys are obviously football players. Yeah, like. <laughs> This one's but, to yeah it, what <laughs> like clearly Andy Sidaris like guy who was like in the agency that became an actor like isn't that that guy yeah it it, it clearly Andy Sidaris didn't know anything about drugs no it, except for the beginning except with for like, maybe cocaine or yeah or maybe pot where the guy's like yeah I just go tell him I write him a ticket everybody's happy the tourist got some weed to buy but then they fall into like a Scooby Doo Fred trap. They become human pinatas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the guys growing weed in the beginning of the movie have like some machine guns and monster trucks. <laughs> oh my god. And then okay, so the 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 big drug kingpin, whatever the guy buying the drugs, the, the guy with the diamonds that uses the remote control helicopter to transport the diamonds over to the island. That was a thing that was happening in the 90s at the border in, between Canada and Niagara Falls, where people were using uh, the remote control helicopters to transport weed. It was a whole big deal back in the 90s. Something Andy Sidaris, if you watch the rest of his movies, he has his obsession in its remote controlled airplanes and helicopters. Just like <laughs> George Romero has an obsession with regular helicopters or Robert England has an obsession with like Rube Goldberg traps. Mm hmm. They pop up in all his fucking that and tits. Uh, <laughs> pop up in all his movies. It's so stupid, and like they can't see where it's going yet. They somehow remote control it. Yeah, around then, an island, right? And then it, it just what takes off after a certain yeah. amount of time because they're like, oh no! <laughs> oh, obviously they must have gotten the box by now. <laughs> it's it's like, so... how do you know? Like, <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, I, I do love when the uh, the snake puppet shows up and the big bad guy is outside. And he just starts screaming <laughs> and shooting at it. 
He's like, you won't believe what I just saw. But like, the snake is like so far away too. It's like, and then he gets shot in the face. Like I just shot Seth something. That's the only name I remember was Seth. I just shot (laughs) Seth whatever in the face. And he also. I need you to contact whoever the other guy, the guy with the bazooka. He he was the one guy that would not die. Like right. he kept yeah. getting stabbed and shot. And he just kept living. Who also gets blown up with a missile launcher? Yes. Oh my god. There's so much missile launcher play. Oh. Chef's kiss. It's <laughs> like it's like they were like, you know what's missing out of every movie? Missile launchers. <laughs> we saw it in that, and I I I know you're gonna love this hour. We saw it in that one Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, and there hasn't been enough since. <laughs> <laughs> we, you know, when when freaking what's her name? Uh, oh my, Ray Dong Chong. Ray Dong Chong. Yes. <laughs> yeah, used it in Commando. They're like, we got it. We got to do that for our movie. This everybody needs one. This is gonna be the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you guys could see me. I'm bobbing my head and clapping my hands. She, and she shoots it backwards. <laughs> yes. that, that, that's one that Strasburg and I brought up, like how she saves him with a rocket launcher. Like she blows up the truck that he's in. And it's like, that's fantastic. I don't, I can't explain it. Maybe it's just like, a, it's a, an idiot thing or like a little boy thing or something. There are certain things that like, I'm 42. I'm almost 43. I will always watch if they're in movies. Missile launchers, <laughs> quicksand, boobs, um, sharks. <laughs> like, there is that whole movie where that naked woman fell into the quicksand with the shark and had that mus- missile launcher. I, I don't know what it is. And it's like they throw it in the film and I'm like, oh, and I have to stop what I'm doing and watch them shoot missiles at things. Quicksand was a dangerous thing in the 80s. That it is, was a very I, dangerous thing. In the yes, 80s. it was everywhere, people. I love Hollywood stunts where they clearly have like some big set and they pull an actor into sand. Like face first or legs first, they have to go hold their breath and get sucked into some gravel for quicksand or like invaders from Mars. Anything like that, I, I have to watch. I, I just love the concept of <laughs> I am person pulled into sand. I, or melting in acid, as you guys know. Oh, <laughs> uh, diamonds! Oh. Just throw like these stupid plot points. Puppets, oh my god, she snake put puppets. <laughs> she put the diamonds in the freezer because they're ice. ice. But they're like, okay, so the two thugs break in. Like after that, they don't hear each other's conversation. They're like two feet away from each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One's literally in the kitchen. She's standing outside the kitchen. Like, oh, it's it's in the hangar. No, it's in the freezer. Like, you guys can't hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently not. Oh, would you awful. guys recommend Hard Ticket to Hawaii? I to would. Somebody? I, I would only recommend it to like people like you two that I know would like it. I <laughs> I I'll die on the sword. It's a great party movie. Okay, see, now, here you got to hear me out, though. Party movies are not great movies. Party movies are party movies because they're shit movies that everyone's going to laugh at while we're watching it at the party. That's what I mean. 
Yes. Yeah. So, but this that's what I'm saying. Is this so is not a good bad, movie. It's good. No, it is so bad. No. It's good. No, no, no. That does not make it good. That this... makes it good for that one rec- that no. one type of viewing. The acting is horrible. Everything about it is horrible. The plot is horrible. It is so bad. It's good. No, no, no. See, something that is so bad it's good is something like the first Evil Dead movie where everybody was bad actors. Every take was bad, but no. it was fun as hell. No. That's this, so bad this... it's good. This is only good in that one type of scenario where you have a crowd of people. No, no. This, this you, is you literally so just admitted that you watched it on double speed so, or one and a half times speed. So that, no, was all, no. that, was, that was because of today because I was trying to rewatch it before we started recording. This is also like a Lonely Dad movie. <laughs> That's true. You're like, like, you take your kids to the video store, they rent No Holds Barred, and it's like, what am I going to watch when they go to bed? Hard ticket to Hawaii. Yep. Right there. You know, because Lone Wolf McQuaid was already rented. There's no more Chuck Norris films or no missing in action or whatever. So it's like, well, yeah, (laughs) this is an 80s dad film. You drink cheap beer, you're drinking Pabst and you're watching her ticket to Hawaii. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. No, I would not recommend it. I totally would recommend it. I'd be like, look. You want bad acting and you want tits and a snake. You got it <laughs> right like this there. has the edge over most of the other films that we watch because there's a snake. Yes. <laughs> there's skateboard tricks. There's a blow up doll. A Frisbee with razor blades. Yes. Come on. I've only seen a Frisbee with razor blades in like two other movies. I don't <laughs> think I've seen it in any other movie. The only other dramatic razor, or not even razor, but frisbee scene I've ever seen is that one where the kid broke into the nuclear power plant. <laughs> there's, and then replaced, replaced it with, like, shampoo. That's there's, <laughs> there's a movie where the, it's an Australian film where these guys kidnap a teacher in a school bus full of students. <gasps> oh, I know what that movie is. And yeah. they bury the bus, but the teacher's, like, crafty and she has to get out. I don't know if she puts in like a frisbee. They're in, like, a cave. Is there a yeah. cave or something? And they they have to swim under under something. I remember this movie. She unscrews a bunch of pencil sharpeners and gets the razor blades and makes a weapon and kills one of the bad guys. And the other one is a movie I would love to put on here, but it's hard to find. Is for your height only, which is the dwarf James Bond movie starring Wang Wang, who is a Filipino have, little person. I have never heard of this. Oh. Buckle up, guys. Oh, we're, we're, we, oh. After we finally get our Corey Feldman film, I think that's what it's going to be. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold that thought. Hold that thought. In the movie, he has a remote control flying hat that has razor blades along the brim that he controls <laughs> with his watch, and it kills bad guys. Uh, so it's uh, like... Wait, isn't that like I was going to say, isn't that the guy from like Austin Powers? No, that's Tattoo. That's... Well, uh, there was Odd Job and James Bond. Who yeah, had oh, the, yeah, like, that's right, I'm sorry. Yeah, Tattoo was on Treasure Island. That's uh, Hervé Villachez. This is right. Wang Wang, which if you, you guys are getting me going. Uh, Corey Feldman film. What is the best bad Corey Feldman film? Like Dream a Little Dream, Meatballs 4. What are we thinking? Um, hmm. I, 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 Puppet I, Master vs. Demonic Toys. 
No. I mean, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you Bordello Blood. That one's really bad. I would say License to Drive was one of those ones that I I yeah. actually did like to watch, but it's yeah. bad. He's How not really in Bordello no. Blood that much. No. Yeah, it's mostly Dennis Miller just being Dennis Miller. Yeah, hey. <laughs> that movie's so <laughs> fucking. Man, I remember going because I loved. I still Demon love Knight. Demon Knight. Yes. And I was like the next one, and then I was like, what? We all did it. We all yep. we discussed this in the Demon Knight recording. Yeah. Bookman's <laughs> Closet. It was Ugh. such a such a disappointing sequel. Yeah. It was like, oh. Notice I didn't even put it on the unnecessary sequel month because no, I'm like, no. I never even I, thought about it. I didn't want it to be. No, I didn't want to watch it. I don't even think I brought <laughs> it up when you asked. You're like, what's an unnecessary sequel? And I immediately went. American Psycho 2. <laughs> I mean, I I chose to watch fucking The Howling 2 over Bordello of Blood. That's like your mom asking you to eat your vegetables. You're just like, no. Nope. <laughs> like forcing your mouth shut. Like, mm, no. Oh, it's so bad. Eat your lima beans, Mike. No. Nope. Guys, guys, I'm going to... This is this is just a cycle. My brother just sent me a text. Yes. And... um. Okay, so the text, go, he's per- apparently in a bar. And you it's one of those where you could control the jukebox with your phone. He goes, which song should I play on this obvious redneck juke- bar's jukebox? I'm presently making... <laughs> <laughs> I'm presently making Sorry. them listen to Prince. So what should we what should we make them listen to next? Uh, Barbie Girl by Aqua. Yeah. Oh, he, that's what I'm sending them. Porn <laughs> No, I think four non blondes they would get they would they'd be like, Okay. <laughs> so, so so I just I was like, man, everything I would think of, they would be like, Oh yeah. Not a bad call, he said. He said not a bad call. So <laughs> So I think Barbara any 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 other suggestions real quick? I don't think Britney Spears would work. I was gonna say toxic, but I don't think that'll work. Spice girls. <laughs> <gasps> oh, Spice, oh yeah. in sync, maybe, maybe. Abba. Bye, bye, bye. Yeah. Ooh. Oh, Abba's, Abba's good. Yeah, Dancing Queen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, Dancing Queen is is definitely the one you got to go with. That is fantastic. I Dancing love Abba. Queen. Oh, so much. <laughs> I, I oh yeah, no. For Abba's, Abba. Abba's amazingly good. I don't uh, think people appreciate Abba enough. You know, nobody would. Get it, but Xanadu. From Olivia I Duke love John. Xanadu. Oh my god, I'm gonna put the Xanadu. You know what? I listened to Xanadu so much that it just popped up. <laughs> <laughs> Xanadu. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, it, you know Xanadu is up there now with Hard Ticket to Hawaii. For me, it's a hard ticket to Hawaii. Guys, could you tell the difference between me and the song? No. <laughs> you sound like an 80s <laughs> wedding band. I don't know. This guy, man, yeah, I bet you he's famous now. He probably wrote a jingle to something and retired. <laughs> My brother already said, he's like, I've already played them Xanadu. <laughs> <laughs> Good man. Good man. <laughs> he said if it wasn't for the kids there, he'd be playing DMX right now. Oh, God, that'd be funny, too. <laughs> 
Oh, shit. Uh, okay. Well, I think he's got enough suggestions. All right. <laughs> Hard to get to Hawaii. All right. Is your, so we were... is your brother, um, is he on Grand Island? No, he's in, I think he's in Philadelphia right now, actually. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh, my uh, God, that's funny. <laughs> it makes you want to go visit Hawaii, doesn't it? I visit Hawaii. It was nothing like this. I didn't see this nudity in Hawaii. Don, you were so well traveled. I was, yeah. No, you are. I mean, you're no, always just, like anymore. going on adventures and doing shit, and it's like I don't want to leave my house. Oh, yeah. No, like I don't really ever want to leave my house either. But like, Fan Expo was like the first trip I've taken in a while since like the last Fan Expo. <laughs> I don't <laughs> count going to concerts. Like I don't count that. I. It's an activity that involves being outdoors. I consider that like going places and doing things i'm not a fan of like outside yeah no thank you all right well, I, you will, know, I will admit i went to one concert this year just because i was like all right i know like two songs by them and the ticket was like cheap i was like i'll go i'll go watch them guys it was it was richard marks who would fit perfectly <laughs> into hard ticket to hawaii he would <laughs> indeed and when i when he started playing it was he played a montage video that was very Corey Feldman esque. I was like, oh, this is gonna be cringy, and the concert was actually okay. You know what? The, <laughs> the best Corey Feldman thing we could do would just be to review his albums. Oh my god! Yeah, his... I don't know if I could sit through the music, the movies. I could, I could be like, okay, I gotta do this. I don't know if I could do the music. Yeah, I was you gonna say, I might, I might have to tap out for that one. <laughs> I feel like we've had the Corey Feldman discussion on an earlier episode, but let me let me bring up his filmography and maybe we're going to just mention a title and be like, that's it. Here we that's go. The, the Corey Feldman. Jam. How about we let the listeners decide? You put a list of Corey Feldman movies on the, on the Facebook and you let the listeners decide which one we're going to cover. Should we let them pick the movie or you think Maurice is going to give us something <laughs> horrible? <laughs> um i would say let him pick i think that might be fun i i say we give him a list and you go okay you guys go research which one do you want us to cover oh man he's done so much voice work i know i, I always we can't forget count ninja turtles yeah we can't count ninja turtles no. but you it's can't... like i'm the last 15 years of his filmography it's like voice work Corey Feldman, the Ascension experience. <laughs> like, uh, I got to get like '90s Feldman. Let's see here. Yeah, I was all say the Lost Boys sequels. Uh, okay, Puppet Master vs. Demonic Toys, Greg the Bunny, Serial That's... Killing for Dummies, Dickie Roberts, former child star. He's in that for like a second. Yeah, that's that's like him and Leaf Garrett, like Bikini like... Bandits, Seance, Dark Realm. My life is a troll. Oh, he's in Citizen Toxic Toxic Avenger 4. That's one I refuse to watch. Hate that movie. But I feel, like, I, I feel like we can't cover trauma. I think trauma is like its own thing and it's sacred and we shouldn't. Yeah. Uh, right. He's in the Crow TV show as Chris Draven. Uh, let's see here. He's in this. I got to find it. I watched it on Tubi. He's in this uh, 90s sci-fi action film as like the computer nerd. South Beach Academy, that one's really bad. That stars Corey Feldman. That's 
Corey Feldman with a buzz cut and a goatee. That's when he was trying to be taken seriously. Ooh, there's yeah. Dream a Little Dream 2. Ooh, I have never it, seen Dream a Little Dream 2. Uh, there's magic sunglasses in it. <laughs> is is Meredith Meredith Salinger in that one too? Or uh, no, just... just Fell Dog and Hamster. Oh, I feel like if we want a true Corey Feldman experience, it may have to have Corey Haim in it too. Well, that's what I, I was going to say. We need a we need a starring role, not not a you know someone who walks on, not like in the Burbs where he's there, but yeah. he's not the main character. No, we need like a dream, a little dream, license to drive, you know, something like those. All right, hear me out. Meatballs four, a movie about a water skiing summer camp. Not only is Corey Feldman in it, Jack Nance is in it. Of Eraserhead <laughs> and um, Twin Peaks fame. Oh, this is God. like Jack Nance needed to keep the lights on. Yeah, um, I'm looking at it right now, and I'm pretty sure I've seen this. There is a, a part where the movie stops completely so Corey Feldman can have a dance number. Yep. Or he does his Michael Jackson shtick. You mean just like Dream a Little Dream? I'm it's watching worse. it right now. I have definitely seen this before. Okay, yeah, no, I'd be down to watch this. Uh, Rock and Roll High School Forever? You guys ever watch that? I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen Rock and Roll High School, but I don't think I've ever seen Rock and Roll High School forever. This, this yeah. is the sequel. Where I they, never saw this. They pin it on Corey Feldman. <laughs> oh, it's, my God. There's, if you're this on IMDb, awful. you can watch the trailer of Corey Feldman. There's a teacher with a hook for a hand. He's <laughs> just really weird. <laughs> wait, wait, wait a second. The teacher, did she have like a whip hand, too? Yeah, she has like a Cobra Bat gimmick going on. Holy shit, I think I might have seen bits of this. Because <laughs> I'm watching the trailer now and some of this looks really familiar. I don't think I ever saw it all the way through, though. It's, yep, um, I've seen her. Oh my god, I've seen part fuck, of this. What's her name? Uh, it's Mary Warnoff. Yes. I, I have I have seen some of this. She's Dr. Vader. <laughs> uh, this is like right when his career goes down the shitter because it goes, the burbs... Ninja Turtles, and then he his career just dis- he has Edge of Honor, where it's like a camping action film with Meredith Salinger and Corey Feldman, where they're like troubled teens in the woods that have to <laughs> fight for their lives. I'm sorry, I just noticed the tagline for Rock and Roll High School Forever. It says the high school comedy about the three R's: rock, rock, and rock. <laughs> <laughs> It's so bad. All right, let me see if it's available anywhere. I'm t- I still think we should let the the, yeah. the the viewers vote. Like, we pick three, let them vote. All yeah. right, so Rock and Roll High School Forever. If it's on Tubi, I'm, assume, I'm just going to assume it's on Tubi. Uh, Meatballs 4, I'll give them three. I'll find one other one. Last Resort. Is that the one with... Uh... Oh, that one's really bad. Apparently, I look up Corey Feldman a lot because my phone already knew. What is, what is, okay. Cat, cat, oh my God. There is one with Haim and Feldman, and I don't, but I don't know if they're the leads. Uh, the, the cap, I can't even spell, I can't even pronounce it. There's a National Lampoon's direct-to-video one from the 90s. 
where uh, they work on an island, a resort island. It's it's Haim and Feldman, but Haim dresses like Columbo the whole movie. <laughs> it's, uh, All right, so so Tubi does have Dream a Little Dream. It has Meatballs Four. It has South Beach Academy. Awesome. Um, it had this this Capardito. I I can't. I'm totally pronouncing that wrong. Where like he's a lieutenant. I don't know. It has him and Haim in it. Um, okay. You know what? We'll put a bunch up in you the fans, which is probably five or six people. Which is Maurice and and LeMay. Yeah, and us, <laughs> and us. probably Strasburg. Uh, mm-hmm. You guys can pick what horrible Corey Feldman film we watch. And I'm so brave, I'll tag Corey Feldman when we post it. Oh, he'll he'll oh be my thrilled. God, please do not get. There's something called Zombie King with him and Edward Furlong. Oh, whoa, don't tease me with a good time. Whoa. Oh, it's, God. I can't, I can't even see anything because my phone will not flip around for me, but I just know. What year is that on? I don't know. It's on Tubi. I was just looking at it. It's not Bikini Bandits. This is your Corey Feldman screeching to a halt corner. Uh, <laughs> we'll get back to Hard Ticket to Hawaii in a second. Will, will we, though? King. Will we? <laughs> yes, we will. Oh, well, it's Corey Feldman as a zombie. Yeah. It looks like Edward Furlong is a zombie as well. Seven souls, seven. <laughs> All right, I'm watching the trailer in silent. All right, Edward Furlong is drunk. Obviously. A door creaks open. There's a Necronomicon. Edward Furlong wears a t-shirt that can't fit. Uh... There's a milkman throwing milk at zombies. This is clearly British. All right, Edward Furlong riding a motorcycle away from zombies. They have a low budget. Oh, Corey Feldman's the zombie king. Oh, Corey Feldman is the zombie king? <laughs> yeah. I'll check oh. this out tonight, and I'll watch Rock and Roll High there's, School forever to see if it holds up. There's only one other movie I could I, that's not Corey Feldman that it's on Tubi, and I haven't finished watching it, and I probably should. And um, it's it it's it stars Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> what what's that? Teen Monster. <laughs> okay, let me read you the synopsis of the Zombie King. After heart, this is not even proper English. After heartbroken widower Samuel makes a deal with Kelfu, the god of malevolence. This allowed Samuel to live with his dead wife as a zombie, and leads to the destruction of the underworld. That, sure. Right. Corey, it's literally Corey Feldman in zombie makeup. There's a guy who's supposed to be Bill Mosley, but he's not. Corey Feldman plays Kelfu, Lord of the Dead. Wow. Well, if it's not on Tubi, it's probably on YouTube. Yeah. What we'll Zombie King? Zombie King. It is on Tubi. I'm. I'm. I like. It's from 2013. I'm looking at it right now. Beautiful. <laughs> With the tagline, seven souls, seven steps, seven days to hell. I, yeah. Okay, great. Um, <laughs> it'll be on the list. You know what? Maybe I'll just watch them all anyways. Who cares? Right. <laughs> well, everybody, this has been 
Oh, we're done with Hard Ticket to Hawaii? I don't Are we, think What so. else is there to talk about? Should we talk about <laughs> the subtext of protecting your skin from the sun and you know, the, the horrible effects? If you're going to walk of... around naked all the time, you got to make sure you put on that sunscreen, people. I mean, Everybody... we could mention the, uh, the sumos for no reason. And how yeah. she decided to tell everybody she can speak to anybody and just started speaking broken half-ass Spanish to sumo wrestlers. Because, yeah. you know, that would work. Uh, I, think at that, I think I may have uh, zoned out on that one. <laughs> there, there was also the uh, the bodybuilder uh, lady goon. Who yeah. Just, for we no reason. Her. There, there was like a solid. No, I don't think we need more. We got a <laughs> solid minute of her doing a bodybuilder kata routine with nunchucks where she continuously holds both handles in one hand. Like, why were you holding the nunchucks? What were you doing with them? You were just like, oh, look, I'm going to pose with my back at the camera. Now I'm going to pose with my cleavage at the camera. It was like, what am I looking at and why? <laughs> I think, she, is she one of the few women who doesn't take her top off too? It's yeah, like, she does. She does not take her top off. Um, <laughs> then there's the line where the guy goes, You've got a great ass. And she goes, so do you, Pilgrim. Like, what? <laughs> <You're> totally, <laughs> there's one other person I remember in this movie. We're totally, and I wish there was more of them, which was Ashley, who was the, like, Mater D at the at whatever restaurant they kept going. <laughs> and he's like, ladies, can I offer you a seat on my face? And he goes, why? Is your nose bigger than your dick? <laughs> Yes, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. I kept, every time but I he like, like hit that. on every woman who came into that restaurant. There was the guy who decided to sit down and take all those vitamins. Yeah, and we were talking going, about him. No, but I was talking about the fat sportscaster. You guys, you guys went right to the vitamin guy. I was talking about the oh. guy who did the Charlotte conversation. The, the vitamin guy, though, he specifically brings up the reason he takes so much vitamin C is so he'll be the envy of all the other guys at the urinal when his urine is nice and bright and yellow. <laughs> like, excuse me? <laughs> That's a thing? Like, Do you guys not look at each other's, like, urine No! <laughs> Eyes front and center, damn it! You don't look... <laughs> that is, I, that, I, that I, is I, taboo. You do not look over. I think you no guys pecker checking. Like yeah, you don't oh, pecker no. check. I'm not talking about the peckers. I'm talking about the urine. <laughs> yeah, but you, like, have, to, oh, you that, have to look over is, to see that. <laughs> is is that what it's supposed to look like? <laughs> it's well, not supposed to be green and smoking? Oh, no. Well, Don, let me let, me let you know on a secret here. Right, what you do, right. okay. you picture men go like they bump right up to the urinal to pee. You're actually Obviously. supposed to stand a good four or five feet away. <laughs> and arc it. Yeah. Have fun oh. with it. And then you can see everybody's urine. Oh, yeah. I I've I worked at the Regal in the Falls. I know exactly how that works. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, hey, trust me. I've cleaned bathrooms before yeah. jobs. Yeah. Ain't yeah. no one okay. Four, Both sexes four, are all sorts of fucked four, up. Four feet is being generous. <laughs> I, I, I can say this. Cleaning the men's room at Media Play was way oh. better than cleaning the ladies' room. Right. Because in, in the men's room, Yes, I did oh, yeah, find one of the sure. worst disgusting things I've ever found, which was shit dripping off the ceiling all <laughs> over the walls and all that. That was a one-time scenario. In the ladies' room, however, I found people had pooped down the wall into the sanitary baskets. 
there was someone who wrote, Sue was here and stuck her <laughs> tampon to the wall in period blood. There was someone who took a shit in one of the sinks and filled it with diarrhea. There was someone who took a hefty shit on the baby changing table and then closed it so it's smeared. Um, there was someone who just decided to literally poop little drops of turds in front of every damn stall. Like they left a trail. There was something wrong with people. <laughs> all right. All right. We're on poop talk now, people. I'm sorry. <laughs> we used that. Okay. There's two incidences at the Regal. Now there was one person who they came in. We don't know who it was. They would come in, use our bathroom and leave. That was it. The sh- But they would never flush the toilet. The oh. shit was the size of a loaf of bread. I am not. And it was one. It was one shit. It wasn't like it was like a bunch they of. Had, it they was had one of fiber. Slaps, yes. We would have to one close the bathroom. One of us would have to like find a stick and like chop it up to get it to go down. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, we went through brooms so fast when that person would do that. We're like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it was. But we had another one one time where we don't know how it happened. You know that, you know, in like Shawshank Redemption, where he's like, he takes part of the wall out into the yard and drops it down his pants. Yeah. We think someone did that with shit in the line to the movie. They buy a ticket because all of a sudden we heard someone go, oh, and we're like, what? They're like, someone shit on your floor. You know, it's really <laughs> gross. I have witnessed somebody do that at the hospital, uh-huh. like in the lobby. No joke. This guy was like walking through the lobby. He stood there for a minute, then continued to walk and shit fell out of his pant leg. Uh-huh. And the one security guard started freaking out. He was like, oh, get somebody. What do we do? <laughs> panic <laughs> and the guy just oh. walked right out the front door it's like jesus christ oh. <laughs> yep i will say on more than one occasion at the regal someone and it was in the this was in the men's room each time um someone pissed all over the toilet paper oh like yeah they yep. just wanted to soak the toilet paper instead of pissing in the actual toilet yep i've seen that one unfortunately uh, yeah but yeah. getting back to hard ticket to Hawaii, yes, hard um, ticket to Hawaii, where there is no pissing or shitting except by well, people who see the snake. A movie <laughs> so good, you're gonna think about people shitting. dumping, <laughs> taking a dump, uh, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption style. Oh wait, that's right, the toilet explodes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have to comment on on a couple more uh, oh, lines of dialogue please, here. Please. There, there was the one also brilliant. <laughs> well, there, there's the one with the sports kid, the vitamin guy, where uh, he's getting busy with the girl on the beach and she responds on the on the walkie talkie to her friend being like, where are you? And she goes, I'm pretending to be a mere receptacle for Jimmy John's desires. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? A receptacle for something. But I, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, there were so right, many, right. just so many say, ways to phrase that. I'm just going to say, she was a cum dispenser. Oh, never mind. Uh. Exactly. <laughs> oh, my God. And then there's there's oh. another line where the one guy goes, one man's dream is another man's <laughs> lunch. Right? Yeah, what? I don't get that at all. <laughs> that one I don't get at all. That's oh. in the middle of that sex scene, too. 
Yeah, well, I think he was implying that he wanted to eat something, but it's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, and then, probably the other guy's asshole. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, considering how he acted during that, yes. yes. Um, during the invasion scene where they're, they're uh, fighting the bad guys, they're like, she's gonna drop noise grenades. That's not a thing. I'm sorry, you're just <laughs> dropping grenades around your friends. Like, what the fuck? Uh. Oh, and then, then he he like he goes to rescue his girlfriend who's been kidnapped, and he goes, "Kink is sex. I'll go get the midget and the whips." What? Yeah. <laughs> I, like, she was like strung up by the like flimby, flimsiest piece of rope ever. Right. It was literally just so they could yank her arms up to see the tits fall out. Like that uh, was uh... it. Oh my god, I was laughing so hard. I'm like, why? What? I don't understand. Oh man. This movie was great. <laughs> Take a shot for every time you say, I don't understand during our tickets to Hawaii, <laughs> you'll have liver damage. Oh, like, do they ever oh. explain why the one girl's in witness protection but is like working for this government agency all of a sudden? I have nope. no idea. <laughs> like, yeah, you're in witness protection, but now you work for the agency. What? <laughs> and she's obsessed with James Bond movies. Or yeah, what, and she's what obsessed James with Bond's your dumb. favorite. I would do them all. Yeah, she wants like, to fuck all of them. Huh? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I give them all equal attention or something. Like, <laughs> yeah. She didn't even answer the question. <laughs> she buys a spy poster. They're like they threw this one in for free, and I swear the two girls on the poster are the ones talking in the scene. Oh, you know what? <laughs> They're all Jim Wernarski movie posters. <laughs> There's a whole another subplot yeah. about this woman being a poster collector yeah. <laughs> of a movie she was just in. Yes. I'm like, those two women very much look like the women that are talking in the scene right now. Uh, <sighs> guys, so please go watch Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah. And let us like know that you're like, oh yeah, this was this was crap gold. This was this was the sh- this is that golden turd that Roger had on American American Dad. Yeah. <laughs> and just like that one, it'll make you go crazy. <laughs> yes. Uh, I have a th- you know it's not a, it's it's a very common theory that something could be so bad that it can come back on itself and be amazing. Hard yeah. ticket to Hawaii. It's like Does a roller it coaster. Several times. It just keeps going and going and going and going. <laughs> And depending on when you pass out while you're watching it, it's going to depend on where it is in the quality. True. It, we, we... Is, it is the longest hour and a half of your life. Oh, absolutely. Because you're going you're gonna to feel like it's a three-hour movie. But, yeah. But it's, it's, it's like when you find out it's only like an hour and 36 minutes, you're going to be like, are you fucking kidding me? Like... I, I checked the time seven times while watching this. Um. There's also the the moment where I thought it was over when they blow up the snake puppet with right? the rocket launcher from three feet away. And the guy goes, just when you thought it was safe to take a pee. And then they do a hard cut. And I'm like, oh, is it going to be? Cre-? Oh, wait, no, it's not credits. They're going after the big bad guy now. Yep. And they go into his fucking office and they're like, you know, you're coming with us. And he's like, in a pig's ass. And it's like, what? Did he, and they even stop and go, did he say a pig's ass? Like, they stop and question it. And then he throws a katana at them like a javelin. We are going to look so cute together. 
<laughs> I was very confused. Did, did Zoe watch Hard Ticket to Hawaii? Because I think she's a little young for that. Uh, she okay. Be, she needs to be at least. She needs to be at least in fourth grade. L- listen, uh, <laughs> there's. Mike will attest to this. There is. Well, it wouldn't be one of my podcasts without my daughter making an appearance. Uh, there's a problem with this generation in that they have like short attention spans, and they will watch nothing. Oh yeah. You cannot force them. You can't be like, this is the greatest thing ever. The only movie I've ever gotten her to sit down and watch is Willy Wonka. But I think any kid would watch that because it's candy every two seconds. Mm-hmm. But um, is it like the second half, like after he gets into the factory? No, she watched the whole thing beginning to okay. end, and she has several times. Um, we're, we're doing a matching Halloween costume, a daddy-daughter thing. Ah. And oh, hers was boy. late, so it showed up in the mail, and she just put it on to show me uh, what she looks like. That's all. But you guys are going to have to wait to, to see us as... Paul yeah. wants to know now. We're going as Corey Feldman and Corey Haim, okay? <laughs> I knew it. I knew all right. it. Remember, remember Poe will do tasteful nudity for the podcast. That's right. <laughs> I am promising free nudity either by you watching Hard Ticket to Hawaii, and you'll have more than you know what to do with, or if you want to see pictures of Poe, just ask Don. Yeah, I can send you. I can send you some pictures of of his balls or something. Yeah, he does <laughs> things that I thought only Ron Jeremy could do. Way to go, Poe. There's things I was hoping only Ron Jeremy could do, and that my dog couldn't. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'd also like to take a quick second to say, uh, "Have fun for the next thirty years, Danny Masterson." <laughs> Real shame. <laughs> Fuck you. Yep. Fuck you very much. Um, do we do plugs on these types of episodes? Listen okay. to Boogeyman's Closet. Listen to So It's Come to This. Buy stuff from Coffin Dreams LLC. I would be amiss if I didn't mention the other podcaster on mic i'm drawing a fucking blank <laughs> raised by rentals raised by rentals or heretic party or uh launching very soon is going to be the digital platform for our friend sam's uh jerry's closet online i'm sure i'm forgetting something and if i am i'll remember it next time we'll be back next week hopefully uh josh is going to disneyland and what? It's going to make our schedule a little confusing. What? World, right? Uh, yes. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. I, I can just come on, guys, and talk about Fan Expo if you want. I'll talk about how I touched Billy Zapka. You might have to. <laughs> uh, I, I will I, talk I, about how I ate Jamie Kennedy's last donut. All right? We'll see how that turned out. <laughs> Sounds sounds filthy. <laughs> Done. We got a lot to talk about. Um, yes. But we'll figure it out. I don't want to make people wait too much longer for the last two episodes uh, before I do something else or you just do <gasps> episode 101 and it's exactly the same as everything else. <laughs> um, but we'll be back you before you know it. Staying around for nothing. Ha <laughs> <laughs> uh, Thanks for listening. This is Mike saying. 
Long live Corey Feldman. Don, do you have a, a plug for anything? Uh, well, I got one that I need to plug in so my computer doesn't die. Oh, okay. you mean, uh, my, I don't know, my Instagram? Don don't sure. care. There you yeah. go. Don don't care. <laughs> go for it. You can see all the concerts I went to this summer. <laughs> and and whatever you do, watch out for exploding toilets because they might have snakes in them. It's a hard ticket to Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Creepy.com on the World Wide Web. Must I say it again? Did you not listen? Count Creepy. C-O-U-N-T-K-R-E-E-P-Y. Ah.